Well, welcome everyone. You're listening to A Night at the Roundtable. We're coming to you live from bbsradio.com station two. My name is Caroline Oceana Ryan. I am one of your co-hosts this evening, and I'm here with all my really wonderful co-host friends, energy healer and bioenergetics expert, Vinayak, energy healer, Randy Miller, psychic medium and soul historian, Omina McGee, and our faction three white knights, Rama Arjuna and Tara Green, and friends of the show, Micah and Penny, uh, calling in from Canada. I'm a channeler and an intuitive and author, and uh, we're very, very happy to be here with all of you today. This is a very interactive show. I know we say that every time, but it's the truth. <laughs> so please do call in. Uh, we're happy to hear your comments. If you've got a question for anyone, absolutely call in. The numbers are 888-429-5471. That's 888-429-5471 or 323-744-4841 or again, 323-744-4841. So to start us off today, we'll have a quick meditation from our friend Vinayak. So I'll pass that talking stick to you, Vinayak. Thank you very much, Caroline, and greetings to everyone in the listening audience. We're so happy that you decided to join us whenever you do in this now moment of time. And I just invite everybody to Settle in, feel comfortable, whether you're sitting or lying down right now. Just take some deep breaths and begin to feel the weight of your body. And as your body begins to get heavier, Allow that energy, that weight, that heaviness to just take you deep inside Mother Earth and feel that connected groundedness right now. And you might feel an energy at the root chakra, the base of your spine or the bottoms of your feet as you sink further into this beautiful Mother Earth that is always here supporting us, loving us, nurturing us. And feel that energy as you go deeper now. And as you listen to the sound of my voice, just allow yourself to go deeper. And pretty soon you'll feel, see or sense the crystalline grid of Mother Earth. It's beautiful grid that as you touch that grid, 
with your energy body, it begins to light up. Almost like neurons flashing, you see light connecting everyone right now on this grid. Deep inside Gaia, our beautiful mother. And as this is happening, you simultaneously feel the energy come back up into your feet and into your ankles and into the calves, your knees and your thighs, back into your pelvis into the root chakra as this energy works its way up the chakras into the sacral chakra, the solar plexus, your belly, your beautiful heart. You feel that energy expanding now, feeling the nourishment that the Mother Earth is giving to you. Almost as if you're being fed food. For energy is food. Food is energy. And as your heart expands, that energy rises and comes into your throat. And rising now into your third eye, your brow center, and now reaching the top of your head, your beautiful crown, the crown of creatorship, your kingship, your queenship, your masculine and divine feminine energy all contained within this crown. Now sending this beam of energy up into the heavens, up into the cosmos of the skies, up into the galactic center. As you connect into all those energies, it's almost like you can hear, see, sense, and feel the celebration of our galactic brothers and sisters. As they acknowledge and celebrate our beingness now on the physical plane. And bring that energy right on back down into your bodies. Back into your heart center. And let that heart center expand out through your hands. You might feel the energy moving now from your left side to your right as if you're connecting with all the beautiful hearts and souls and beings that are listening to this broadcast right now. 
in this now moment of time. Perhaps you're connecting your friends, family, and loved ones, sending that love energy out to them as well. And tonight, my awareness is that our brothers and sisters in the Boulder, Colorado area are in a situation where they could use more love and more light and assistance. So we send all our energy to them as well in the U.S. Where fires seem to be raging out of control. We calm the winds. We quiet them. We thank them. We see and see, sense, and feel the fires being extinguished. Perhaps there's rain or snow on the way to assist with these out-of-control fires at the moment. And anywhere else on this beautiful planet of Earth that is in need of our assistance right now, we send our love, our healing, loving energy to everyone who may be in the midst of prayer, calling out for assistance, Asking the angels for help. We are here now. We are the angelic beings. We are the ones that we have been waiting for. And we send this loving energy throughout this broadcast at whatever time, space that you are listening to this. You feel this energy. If you're in the space of giving, you give all that you have to give. If you're in the space of receiving, you receive all that you need. For it is one and the same energy. We are all one. We are love. with so much gratitude with the love that I am, the love that you are in celebration for your being alive at this now moment of time. We give thanks, we acknowledge our oneness, our connectedness, our soul's expansion, our evolution into fifth dimension and beyond. And with that, I say namaste. And now, pass the talking stick back to our beautiful co-host, Caroline. Thank you so much, Vinayak. Very, very beautiful indeed. I think we all both feel uh, feel both elevated and and beautifully grounded in the earth. Thank you so much. Wonderful. So, all righty. 
Um, you know, what we'd like to do is to go around to each co-host and also our friends, Mike or Penny, and ask if they've got any insights or an energy update they'd like to give us. So um, let's see here. I don't know, Micah, did you have an update from Mr. Cash or what have you? Greetings. <clears throat> and greetings to all of our listeners from around the globe and throughout the cosmos. Well, folks, the <clears throat> peace talks negotiations in Vienna have very positive breakthroughs and results thus far. The next cycle of life is around the bend as we step into 2022. In so many ways, our planet was not ready for this shift to happen until now. There needed to be a level of maturity within the souls of humanity and an agreement for peaceful resolutions to the backwards ways of living on this planet. It appears that the souls of those on the negotiating table have been elevated and mutual agreements have been reached. The rollout of the new space centers and space technology will proceed in a very rapid way in the coming time. Vienna, Arizona and Tehran will be the first of their kind to be developed and an invitation has been extended out to all space agencies around the world to come to these centers to learn expand the knowledge and to lead us into one nation, one planet, one race, and one soul. One thing is certain, mankind is ready for the change and it will happen unequivocally over the next 12 months. In 2022, many of us will not talk about war anymore. Many of us will not talk about viruses anymore. We will see massive transformation within the leading industries throughout the world. We will see changes in how we treat the world and how we treat each other. It will take time to teach the entire planet, but the beginning of this change has begun right now. We will move away from eating and towards absorbing energy. We will move away from burning fuel, destroying the atmosphere and environment, to moving instantly from one position to another without fuel or pollution. There is a shift from the dimension of physicality to the dimension of the soul. Many will walk away from diseases as through the elevation of the soul, the dimension of physicality will change. Lifespans will become much longer where people will live 150, 500, 1,000 years or as long as they wish to keep their physicality. Um, right, and so uh, Magrav systems are set to be shipped out globally this coming year. Um, the, also, there's a new brain enhancement units, which are set to be shipped out around the world <clears throat> to be used in particular for the prison systems and mental health institutions to elevate the souls, which in turn will correct the different mental health conditions in the patient. The first official public presentation and trip to the moon in the new flight enhancement systems is scheduled for June 22nd, 2022. We are about to reintegrate into the universal community. So put your helmet on and strap on your seatbelts, folks, because we're in for a much brighter and more peaceful future for humanity. And I pass the talking stick back to you, Caroline. Thank you. 
How amazing. Thank you so much, Micah. Very, very beautiful news, especially for those of us who don't live too far from Arizona. It's beautiful news. <laughs> I'm thinking of all these friends I want to take now to that um, technology. And um, I know it's been said that you have to have um, the kind of consciousness that will blend with that technology. And it's not so that just anybody can be helped by it. If they've got dark intentions, it won't work for them. Isn't that right? Um, the, the units are sentient and conscious in nature. So uh, that is very true. Uh, it won't allow, this is part of it is uh, putting an end to um, drug trafficking and child trafficking is all part of these new transportation systems because they will not allow for that to happen in, in these units. And, and yeah, again, um, people that, uh, it, it, it has an ability to, to read the soul of the individual. So if there's, for example, a soul contract there where the soul has made its decision, then uh, it won't, it won't, uh, you know, bring them back to this, physicality for extended or whatever type of thing if that makes sense absolutely thank you so much it's thrilling to think of it this is the sort of thing i'm wanting very much to focus on more than the darker news that we see everywhere so thank you so much micah absolutely uh, and i that's just it caroline you know it's pretty much all i put my focus in on these days and it's very real and, and it's not a theory. So it's very exciting. And let's just all put our energy into that and make it a reality quickly. <laughs> yes, I'm with you. <laughs> well said. Absolutely. So, um, well, Omina, I don't know if you have any update or insight you'd like to share. If you just want to say hello to everyone, if you want to unmute and say hello we would love to welcome you back to the show. Amina was in Ireland with family for an extended period because she's very loyal to family. So we're thrilled to have her back with us. So welcome back, my friend. Well, thank you very much. And not to correct you, I was in England, England where most of my siblings are right, right now. Okay, sorry. Yes. But, you know, it's just across the pond either way. Um, well, I, it, it's been it's been quite a year for everybody. I mean, it's been an upheaval, a cleaning out. That's why we have all the things that are going on because the energy is coming into the earth. You have to, it's like everything else. You have to, before you clean a pan, you're not going to work, you're not going to cook on top of a dirty pan. Some people may want to, but things don't come out as well. So we usually have to clean out all the dirt before we can put the new stuff in. And following up what Micah said, uh, which I think is great news. And I think we just need to have 51% of us there with the positive energy to bring in the change quicker. That's for sure. If we're going into 2022, which comes up to a six, and I'm no expert on numerology, other than that, it's all about, six is all about love and compassion, unconditional love, bringing all that energy in, healing energy. Because that's what people need. People need healing. And it's amazing how fast we can heal if we let go, if we just give up. 
let go of what's no longer working for us on you. Oh, sometimes I talk backwards. If we work, if we allow to let go of things that no longer serve our higher good, healing will occur. That means you have to have a conversation with your ego. It becomes the battle between your soul's ego and your personality ego. Who's right and who's going to win? To the soul, there is no right and there is no win. There just is. Living to your best authority, living to your living up to your best abilities, giving more of yourself, you get back more to yourself. So I would say to an awful lot of people that might be listening, and I know a lot of people are in fear, anxiety, wondering where their future is. Well, whether you believe in angels or not, just invite them in because they'll come in and they'll help you. And they'll guide you. And they'll give you peace if you allow it. You have to be willing to give up the old way of thinking. That's the paradigm shift that's going on. I deal with it every day with people. And it can be exhausting. Because the old way of thinking is no longer working. So hopefully... Everybody will be able to go into their hearts, come from the heart, find out what's in there. And what the heart holds is what's good for everybody. What's good for me is good for you. It's good for everybody else. You can't go wrong with that. You just can't go wrong with it. It's a lack of love. If you don't love yourself enough, how do you expect anybody else to love you? Doesn't work. On that, I pass the talking stick. Wonderful insights. Thank you, Amina. And so glad you're back. Absolutely Thank wonderful. You. Yeah, wonderful to have you here. So, alrighty, Randy, we would love to hear from you next. We'll pass that talking stick over to you. Thank you, Caroline. And welcome back, Amina. We missed you. Thank you, Randy. Did you get any dancing in? No, unfortunately, Uh-oh. there was too many people traumatized and too many people's trauma up and we, yeah. didn't dance, we didn't dance at the funeral, so we could, you know, we sang, though. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. Okay. This weather stuff. This is another deep state, dark energy agenda. I've been talking quite a bit lately to my NASA scientist friend who tracks the weather worldwide. It's his job. They started this back in the summer by changing all the signatures of certain areas to cause extreme heat. People were normally at 20 C Celsius. Now they were at 40. It caused all the fires. Now they're doing the same thing in the wintertime by taking areas and making it extremely cold. I was out the other day to celebrate, and it was minus 20 when I went to bed. I get up the next morning, it's minus 45 without the wind chill. Minus 45. That's flipping cold. So this is another agenda that the deep state, dark matter, dark beings, whatever you want to call them, because they know their their C-19 agenda isn't working anymore. They're going to their next fear card, which is the climate. 
What's really happening is people are waking up and they're not buying into all these false evidences appearing real. They're not buying into the fear anymore. That's all they're doing this is to raise the fear. Folks, don't buy into it. Yes, have the compassion and the empathy for all the people that are going through all the trauma. Send them love. That's what's going to bring them through this. It's also going to bring about what happens in extreme traumatic events and weather events. It's the fact that people become human again. They forget the white, the black, the orange, the green, the yellow, the religious. They forget all that. They become human beings and they want to help their fellow human beings. This is also the positive side. We can't keep looking at the negative. We have to look at the positive things that are going on. As Micah said, the energy of the people, putting what toward all the people in the talks, help change the souls. This is going to become more and more and more evident as time, which is an illusion anyway, marches on. No one knows what the future brings because we're rewriting it every microsecond that there is as we go along. Many knowledge seekers, that's what we call them in the Keshe Foundation, many light workers, I don't care what you call it. Everybody is still a human being. We're still locked together through our hearts, through love, and through blood. Everybody's blood is the same color. Disease knows no reference to anything except a human being. And this is the gigantic things waiting in the wings that's going to be revealed that all these healings can take place. But remember, if you're 50, 60, 70 years old, even 30 years old, if you've been taking medical pharmaceutical drugs and drinking fluoridated water is going to take a few trips into the machines, the healing machines, to fix you up. Because your soul has to agree, and you have to agree that, yes, it's time to initiate the healing from the inside out. When I ran the healing spa, the one question we always asked the person, are you Willing, ready, and able to heal yourself. Yes, heal yourself. We don't provide any healing. We can't heal you. The building can't heal you. The people that work here can't heal you. You have to heal yourself. We will provide the space, the time, the energy, and the guidance to help you through that. So if you're ready to go ahead, let's begin. Only three people said they weren't ready. And they admitted that they weren't ready and that they would come back when they were ready. So this is the thing we have to realize. Some people don't want to look inside themselves yet. So let them be and let them do what they want to do because eventually they will come around. The universe and Mother Earth doesn't want to leave anyone behind. I pass the talking stick. Wonderful. 
Thank you so much, Randy. Very wise words. And, um, you know, it's so true. Uh, I think that your question to people who are looking for healing, are you willing to heal yourself? That is, that is so big because we've been taught so much passivity and we need to really grab the reins and say, I'm a sovereign being and I'm in charge of my own health and my own well-being. And certainly we, we've been taught the opposite. We've been taught utter passivity. And um, no, if, I, if you get a di- bad diagnosis, a rough diagnosis, then that's it, you're sunk. And that's got to stop. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, I don't know. Penny is an energy update. We would love to hear it from her if so. But otherwise, we'll move on to Rama. And well, I, well, well, I would like to uh, uh, share an experience mm-hmm. I've just had, Car- Caroline. Excellent. Sure. I, I don't know how many other people have had this. But anyway, it's to say that I've been um, taking to heart the, the idea of cleaning things up. Uh, in preparation for the coming year and that that involves a lot of stuff Um, and one of them of course has to do with relationships and out of nowhere it seems in the last I got three um, ways of um, three communications from three different sources from people that I haven't heard from for a long time and it just struck me as pretty odd that within five days of each other I got these I got these one well emails and phone calls from people that I haven't seen I haven't well one gal I haven't seen in person for several years another one it's just been a couple of years because she lives here in Alberta but COVID and work and so on have gotten in the way the last couple of years but it just seemed so odd all at once and I'm I'm and Uh, One of the questions, of course, has to do with whether these relationships will carry on into the new energy. I think that's obviously one of the things that's going on. Um, And that's not just my decision, of course. But I'm not sure if if I'm missing anything and if um, there's something larger here that I'm not seeing. So I'm just tossing it out there to see if anybody else has got any insights to it. It just struck me as odd. Well, wonderful. Well, does anyone have any insights on that? And I I love your idea about cleaning things up and cleaning things out before it. That can mean people as well, but yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, obviously there's the physical stuff and the tidying up and the throwing out, and I've been doing a lot of that. Um, But it it was just these three contacts within five days that really made me wonder if I'm missing something. More if it's just as simple as what I said. Anyway, maybe people want to cogitate and ruminate, and they can. And maybe it doesn't mean anything. I don't know. <laughs> oh, of course, everything in your life is meaning. Yeah. Um, but you're saying that you're, I'm just wanting to follow, you're saying you're releasing these people, you feel the need to release them. Well, um, I thought I thought they'd already disappeared, as it were, as it were. Because I hadn't heard from them one per- well, as I said, one person uh, there were several years went by. I sent a card to the ad- the the home address about six months ago, got no answer, and said, "Okay, fine, you know she's moved on 
And then all of a sudden I got a Christmas email. And uh, it turns out that it had to do with not getting the spelling of my email address correct. So once she figured that was out, then she just kept periodically, she'd try again. And then she finally got it right. And so there she was again. And it isn't that I don't want her in my life or anything. It's just that I'd given it up and said, okay, fine. You know, there's another piece of the past gone. Yeah. All of a sudden, back comes the past. And the same with the, uh, with the couple that phoned. Well, uh, anyway. I'm just, I'm feeling like your, your guides are saying you cleared a space, an open space, and they were able to come in to that. Mm-hmm. So that can happen as well. Yeah. Just by, just by letting, letting them go, you mean? Yeah, and maybe by releasing them, but also sometimes when we let go of things physically, when we make this more physical room in our life, more can come to us. Mm-hmm. It might be old friends, might be new ones, might be more money, might be healing, peace mm-hmm. of mind. Yeah. Well, I know that one couple are, are certainly interested in the kinds of things that um, we are interested in, and I've been able to share with them some of, of, of the work that we're doing on this call, and they're certainly interested. So maybe that's what that has to do. And, and of course, while I lived here in Alberta, those were not the kinds of things we talked about because neither of us were ready, actually, or in this in the in the place. And, and at the moment, they're asking me about information. So um, it looks like I have some more students, quote, unquote, you know, more people to pass information yeah. on to. Wonderful. Mm. Absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. So maybe too, there's, there's been an energy shift. So the people are more open in a way that they were only a tiny bit open before. And now they're definitely more open to hearing uh, about the sort of thing that things that you were, we're interested in. All of us are interested on the, on the show. So thank you, Caroline, that, that, that help that focuses it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There is that opening and it's not just in me. No, I think it's overall. I think there's a lot going on energetically that people are opening up to hearing things they wouldn't have heard even six months ago. That's well, and that they weren't interested in. Yeah, in fact, yeah. that was that was. I'm sorry, that was one of the comments that um, Jeff made that he knows something's going on, but he doesn't know what it is. And we've heard that we've heard that uh, comment so many times in the last weeks. So, yeah. oh, I've heard people saying that over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and even more now. So wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Okay. That is great to hear. Yeah. So um, my quick energy update, I guess, is just that the collective are reminding us that there's a lot going on with the white knights um, of faction three that we do not see, do not hear about. We hear it barely hinted at from Rama because he's not able to tell us everything, but there's so much happening. There are real breakthroughs. A lot of them are happening on very high levels of, the old controller structure on the planet. And um, they're saying, don't despair. That's their only weapon <laughs> is to get us to despair, to live in hopelessness or fear. That's how they've controlled us for millennia. It's not going to work anymore with all this powerful light coming in because we just won't have the interest. You know, like we were just saying with Penny, the interests are shifting, um, but they're still trying. They're doing what they can. But you and I don't have to succumb. We can concentrate on things that are beautiful of high vibration and powerfully good and positive. And then that's what we reap outwardly for ourselves and for the world. So um, they're just um, 
they're just wanting to remind us, you know, um, time in nature over time with screens, if you can. Um, very, very empowering right now. So wonderful. Um, Ram and Tara, if you'd like to give us just an energy update for now, and then we'll, after that, go to Rama's reports. So I'll hand you that Quetzalcoatl multicolored serpent, feathered serpent uh, talking stick. <laughs> oh, now we've got multi, multicolored serpents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> rainbow serpent feathered ones okay yeah yeah <laughs> i was i was just gonna say doesn't vanaya want to share a little bit before we jump in no his throat is, is still quite rough so go ahead oh okay all right well greetings greetings everyone happy new year happy new year rama do you want to share something first just did the that Caroline and everyone is saying that the energies are quite intense and they are bringing breakthroughs like never before. And I'm seeing that in the energy fields every day. I go out and talk to the winter elves and the snowflake beings and the trees because we got this so-called pandemic going on where things are getting a little hairier each day in the uh, day-to-day realms of this realm. And I can say that try as they may they have failed with the fallen matrix and everybody i talk to is just saying the light coming in right at this time is so awesome to behold because it is about this new heaven new earth um we're moving into the capricorn new moon and the two two twos of this next year and this brings in lady master nada and number six 2021 was the number five year and there are stories like i keep being told that are being unraveled and brought to the surface of the light of day that it would scare the hair off of Chewbacca because <laughs> they are playing with end time stories and like Captain Astar and Admiral Sananda Kumara have said and John Lennon and Yoko war is over as you want it mm-hmm. and the world does not want war Yet they're pushing. Where this is coming from is this small group of life forms that are connected to the fallen angels through our DNA. And they're trying to mess with the DNA to turn us into life forms that are hooked up to the Borg matrix. It's not working 
yet at the same time, they are pushing as hard as they can with all the stories of fear and control and threats of creating, you know, the next idea of fascism, if I can say that word, and death camps, yet we are moving into such a time right now with the frequencies pouring in. These guys have lost, and this they are freaking and peaking big time. This is why they're creating stuff like these fires with their technologies that are spinning around the planet. I just heard in the last week, China's space station uh, narrowly got hit by one of Elon Musk's Starlink satellites and China has said, we're boycotting all Tesla products and all of Elon Musk's industries. And these can create international incidents. And I would just say that um, they're pushing right now for something on multiple continents like Tony Patry has talked about this period right now, right to January 16th, they are pushing it to the end. And that's why we're seeing such intense devastation kind of like stuff going on. You know, there are constant stories going on that Russia is invading the Ukraine and it's not happening. Russia's pulling their troops away from the Ukrainian border. And today, President Biden got on the horn talking with Mr. Putin and threatening him. Yet what they don't bring up is that Russia's pulling their troops away from the border. You're not going to hear that in the Western media. All the five corporations, multinational corporations, six that run the media on our planet are tied in with the dark side. And, um, And still, the light of 10,000 suns is pouring in as we're going through this transformation, transfiguration. And all the messages are saying, stay in the high heart. I passed the talking stick. I was just reading something, everybody, on the uh, subtitles here. They're saying that the Biden administration announces plans. Excuse me here. Announces plans to make federally controlled coastal regions, uh, coastlines open for wind farms. Um, the part of that statement is I don't understand what they mean by federally controlled coastlines. Anyway, I guess that's 
a federal operation and they're going to make wind farms uh, in the water there by the coast, I'm assuming. I don't know. But um, uh, you might say the winds of change are upon us in that other statement. Um, uh, Benayak was telling us first off when we were getting on before the show that Colorado has uh, fires that are raging that they're not possible to even stop. And uh, this has to do with climate disruption, like Greg Braden talks about and consciousness racing and conflict because the elementals are upset with us and all the stories all the myths all the legends around this planet we're all connected earth air fire water ether the akash as we talk to them they talk to us every day (laughs) i go out and talk to these beings and they're just saying, calm your stuff down, folks, because uh, we got to lighten it up. Otherwise, we're doing stuff. And the dark side exacerbates that with their technology of death. They, they play with it. And very soon now, it's going to stop. And I don't have a date yet. I'm just saying you you can't push that evil all the time and and think you can get away with it forever. The backlash is what's coming in. I pass the talking stick. Yeah, I'm, I'm, thank you so much, Ramantara. And I'm glad that, you brought up about the climate disruption and Randy mentioned it as well. And he had mentioned um, what was going on with the weather and weather manipulation earlier. And um, there's this dear woman who is in our abundance group community. We were talking last night uh, in the abundance call. And I said, it's been raining here for the past three weeks off and on. Thank God, because we've been in, in drought, you know, for over well over a year. And um, she said, oh, we haven't been getting any precipitation, very dry. And now there's 70, she's in Colorado, there's 70 to 100 mile per hour winds and fires everywhere in her area, came up incredibly fast within an hour or so. Her entire town of more than 20,000 people was evacuated with only 20 minutes notice. So she's now in a hotel 20 miles north. She wasn't able to take much with her. She does have her dogs with her, which is wonderful. Um, But she's just saying that, you know, everyone's saying it's our extremely dry grasses and open space ignited by downed power lines. And then she puts parenthetically in both fires, question mark. In other words, it looks dubious. Uh, We never had several fires break out simultaneously in such highly populated areas. They can't get the firefighting resources in the air yet because of the winds. And um, yeah, so let's just all concentrate light there and everywhere that on the planet that's seeing this ridiculous weather manipulation, which is becoming so blatant, so obvious. If it wasn't before, it is now. You know, uh, I think it was last year, might have been last December or January. 
um, about a year ago that Nebraska had all these heavy snows. And then it went up into the 80s the next day. Very, very obvious that something was awry. So all that snow melted and there was just flood everywhere. And homes were ruined and livestock drowned and whole farms were lost, ranches were lost. And um, it's just uh, ridiculous devastation. And the, the thing is, you can't bring a house down crashing around your ears without eventually harming yourself. And I don't think that the powers that were understand that yet. And I hope they wake up. Um, but anyway, um, Randy, you wanted to comment about Tesla cars. I don't know if now is the best time or not, but if you can tie that in somehow. <laughs> yes, I can. What they're trying to, what they're keeping out of the news is there was another massive recall of over half a million Tesla cars from, I think, 2013 to 2017. The brakes are going, the guidance systems are failing, the airbags are blowing. So with stock drop a lot. So this is the beginning of the end for the automobile industry when stuff like this happens. Wow. Because how do you hit the rich where it hurts their money and their own systems by cheating and doing whatever it is that they did to produce the cars faster. Now they're breaking and the laws that they put in themselves are going back upon themselves and it's good. That's called Love, force, energy, winning. I pass the talking stick. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Wonderful insights there. That's that's a lot. 2013 through 2017, they've recalled? Something like that. I know it's like over half a million. Because that's a there's lot a lot of, of people with Teslas out there. That's just, that is mind-blowing. Okay. Wow. Well, we're sending light to that situation. And to the fires in Colorado, you would think in December there wouldn't be too many fires in North America. Um, yeah, uh, but, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, their own house is imploding, clearly. And um, you wonder if they plan that sort of a thing as well, or if it's just that um, there's just so much that's gone awry with the old power structure. Um, that um, very little is working for them that once did. So, um, yeah, we're just sending light to all of these situations so that human beings, human life is preserved and for wildlife as well. Yeah. So thank you, Randy. So Ramantara, if you'd like to give us the White Knight reports, that would be wonderful. We'll pass the talking stick back to you to get more info on anything that Rama has heard from his contacts lately. Okay, this is, I'm gonna start on Friday. This is the Dalai Lama speaking. Material development and physical comfort alone don't relieve unhappiness. But if you're relaxed, and have peace of mind, whatever goes on around you, you won't, it won't upset you. It isn't the sophistication of the devices we own that brings us peace of mind. It's love and compassion. And 
Yeah, that's the word. And this is Sunday. I received a text message at 1 p.m. this afternoon from Lady Nada, Lady Natasha. They said to me, Lord Rama, the West is pushing the river with the bear, and Putin is withdrawing his troops from across the border. This is all propaganda from the West. The events unfolding right now are about the deep state, the black budget, the Clinton Foundation, DIA, CIA, all trying to prop up Mr. Biden's poll ratings, which at this very moment, December 26th or 29%, and put a good face on for the world. The United States and NATO want to create an incident, a false flag of sorts, where something is instigated by the West, yet Russia gets blamed for it. Note on RT News, in the last three or four days, there have been reports that the United States, under secret activities, have moved uh, the stockpile of poison gas to the Donbass region in eastern Ukraine at the border with Russia, with intent to instigate a war with Russia. Upon my asking about this situation, Lady Nada and Lady Natasha said to me, we can neither confirm nor deny the story. In every previous case, when they say that, it's always been true. And, you know, Biden was kind of threatening Putin today on the phone. Putin is, you know, a very wise man. Lady Nada piped up and added, Lord Obama, there will be no war, nuclear war or otherwise, with Russia. Saddam Namaste blazed by the fire. Then this is Monday. I received a text message at 12.30 p.m. early this afternoon from Tom the Cat and Sweet Angelique the Cat. They said to me, Lord Rama, we are at Stonehenge again. The portals are opening here. And one of the stones has moved so that we can see a stairway going from the surface to a special room below. We went to this room. There was a quantum computer there that maintains the electromagnetic field of the Stonehenge portals. The scientists know about this room as they have technology that can see it, yet they also know they cannot enter to facilitate or remove or the stone without having all strands of their DNA fully activated, meaning 12 strands of DNA. And Tom and Sweet Angelique the cat have 12 strands of DNA activated. We were guided to go there to check on the current programs running with this quantum computer 
to keep Mother Gaia in balance at this time. This activity by us is required for our galactic brothers and sisters to intervene on humanity's behalf on our civilization's development at this time. We are honored to be represent all of you in this endeavor for the sake of all our children. Let us remember to stay in the pilot plane and send more love. Tuesday, I went up the mountain to a spot close to the ferry ring today. It was 11.45 a.m. I set up some of my crystals in a circle on the ground. Then I spawned two of my crystals, and very quickly, Lady Dada, Lady Natasha, and the poppy lady showed up in the circle with me. They all said to me, Lord Rama, there are stories out there that January 6th committee is very soon going to indict former President Donald Trump and his associates who plan together to engage others with them to attempt to overthrow the United States government and initiate a coup d'etat to reinstate former President Trump for a second term by means of insurrection and thus with malintent committing high treason. This is so. Right at this time, the astrology is saying there is going to be a shift in the power structure on Mother Gaia. Behind the scenes, heads are rolling and reeling psychically because the light from the higher dimensions is pouring in at quantum light speed and causing a great altercation in the status quo. This light is saying, you cannot serve two masters. Lady Nada, Lady Natasha and the Poppy Lady, I'll continue. The old paradigm matrix is at its end. All the masters, teachers, and angels are here. Embrace the light of the most radiant one. The force knows. It is about the oneness within each of us. Satnam Namaste. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Place the violet fire. Malakulikimaka. E. Ki ha ue ma ki ni gao. Mahiki hao. Yes. That means Merry Christmas and Happy New Year in hope. I am. Sorry, I mangled that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Wednesday. I received a text message from Professor Nicodemus the Rat and Professor Steve. Both contactees, both have been living in a storage locker with all their artwork and stuff for at least 35 years since I met them in Santa Fe. It could be longer because you could be longer. Yeah. 
I mean, these guys are kind of like Indiana Jones and then some. Well, they both worked at Los Alamos Labs. They're quantum physicists. Don't yes. let looks are deceiving. <laughs> yeah. They said to me, Lord Rama, at this time, stay in the high vibrations and send more love. The energies coming in are tsunami-like. And we are riding this wave to a new heaven on Earth. All the other stuff going on on the planet has to fall and disappear like the falling leaves. We of every color and creed of the Rainbow Nation are bringing a new heaven and a new earth right now. At this point, Dr. Steve said to me, we the people of earth have to unravel and reveal the story about the fallen angels taking over earth for the last 13,000 years. And now comes the end of the matrix. They have created and controlled for so long. We are in this moment that Joni Patrick, Ayurvedic astrologer, spoke of where secrets, lies, and dirty deeds done dirt cheap are all being uncovered and exposed to the light and love for all to see. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Sat nam namaste. Blaze the violet fire. I was going to say something about that. Um, you were telling me that Christopher was saying that they're talking about putting people in FEMA camps. Yeah, there's a video out of BitChute where they want to start playing with interstate uh Checkpoints, like Checkpoint Charlie, East-West Germany. Where are your papers? And, you know, do you have your certification that you got the jab? And uh, what I have been told from the White Knights and the Forces of Light you know, there are going to be confrontations. Even our own military is saying, why would we want to put this poison into us? I mean, this was a question I asked uh, um, Dr. Frederick that I go for my shoulder. When this started back at the beginning of 2020, and I said, why do I need a shot if I'm not sick? And he said, good point. I mean, where do you go with this? And it is about the Borg nanites. I'm serious as a heart attack. I experienced this during the Orion War. We're not going to do this again. Um, this is That brings up the next question, too, that they're saying that um, they're going to... Um, I guess I know for sure they're trying to do it in Canada. Uh, if you fly from the United States and you go to Canada, then you have to go in isolation and you have to go to a certain place and you have to pay two or $3,000, like it or lump it, when you come back. Into and if you don't go to that certain place, I guess they arrest you. 
or yeah you you just they'll send you back to the United yeah States. you get deported back yeah oh okay whether you live here or not and i'm just saying that this kind of stuff is very very scary and yet rama and just check on it but i don't believe they're going to let them go that far i mean putting a whole pile of people in fema camps yeah, I mean, I heard the stories about how they're doing that in Australia, and they're already doing it there. Yeah, yeah, and this has to do with the thirteen families who are scared to death with what's coming in. They're scared of us, so they want to put us in camps. Yeah, and get rid of. I us. think they're even more scared. Uh, let's say of the galactic confederations and the angels that are here because their entire charade is over as the false grid gets shut down and they can't play with their holographic technology to scare people um this is thursday today um i received a text message like this morning from the king of swords and Mr. X, it was 11.57 a.m. to be exact. They said to me, Lord Rama, we want to wish you, your beloved, and this whole family of life a happy new year. There are unprecedented events unfolding right now. It is about the quantum field right in our midst as we take the time to tune in and use the force to connect to the nine stars above our crown chakra, we can literally plug in to our Akashic records, right? In our present moment, there are all kinds of stories coming forth from the most ancient of timelines. As we view them through our third eye, we can see the streams of stories that we are all connected to. Then the King of Swords said to me, Lord Rama, be aware of the astrological aspects that Joni Patri, Ayurvedic astrologer, spoke of concerning sudden revelations and revealings coming forward in the next few weeks or so of the deepest, darkest secrets of the global ruling elite. Stay in your high heart vibrations at this time. I'll be seeing you soon. Satnam Namaste, blaze the violet fire. I just wanted to say, uh, we heard the story about Miss Maxwell, you know, being mm-hmm. sent to prison and they're only touching the tip of the iceberg of, with that because the records are sealed as that was to totally be opened. The 13 families get revealed for what has been going on for longer than many of us have been alive concerning this transhumanist agenda and taking over the planet with, you know, the fallen angels and that's been canceled i passed the talking stick well micah brought it up earlier he said that uh 
the child trafficking and the drug trafficking. Yeah. They did that intentionally and they're still doing it. And uh, Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, they have been child tracking and trafficking and drug trafficking. That's their whole career. And they have doing the transhuman thing. They're actually producing like they're on their third generation of producing transhuman babies with young girls, underage girls, and 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 penetrating them and having sex with them. And I, I mean, this is this is called evil. And may the door where evil dwells be sealed for ever. And uh, well, we we have Podme online too. Sorry to interrupt. I don't want him to sit there and feel ignored. So (laughs) Padme, um, hi there. Do you want to uh, uh, ask a question or offer a comment? Uh, I want to do both, I guess. Um, I want to say that I don't want it to go unnoticed at this time that, that what Rama is talking about is a big fat veil that, um, he can feel and see things that are really quite big and and that none of us are talking shit about what's really going on. Um, Caroline, I love your work. Uh, to hear your voice reminds me how much support you have brought me along the way. With I've distributed your books uh, huge and wide. And uh, just to get back to, I mean, I have a very thick veil, but I remember like a couple of years ago when Rama actually emailed me about what it was to understand the Orion Wars. And um, I, I, I mean, I, I felt like I've been a warrior in that timeline. And uh, I, when Rama and I connected at some point, I felt like we were both still maybe in our higher selves fighting those Orion Wars. And I do think that Earth has been um, a uh, a planet that has been uh, a target for predatorial individuals, archons and stuff. But I don't think that gets maybe mentioned enough about what that really is about. And the MK Ultra and the whole thing is like huge and uh, lip- ripping off the goddamn veil and. Uh, we are we are here to experience our elegance like no other timeline. So sorry, that's a lot of info, but um, I relish and trust all of you, and I just you guys say so many words of wisdom, and yet I feel like I just wanted to talk about what the veil really is. Thank you. Thank you, Madala. Thank you for your comments and um, for your kind words as well about my work with the collective. Rama, do you want to comment on any of that? You, you know, people, I just got a, an email this week asking about the Orion Wars and what went on with them. And I said, Rama's the one to ask for that. I don't really channel uh, intergalactic history, <laughs> but um, what do you, do you want to comment on that at all? What I remember about that is that this was kind of like the beginning of the war in heaven before we came to earth. And when we came to earth, we had light bodies where they were clear 
like quartz crystal that you could see through our bodies and we could walk through rock, we could walk on the water, we could interdimensionally interact with everything. I recall this as clear as day. And um, this could have been 200,000 years ago, could it even been longer than that, millions of years ago. What I remember about the Orion War was that there were, um, it had to do with folks that were in the Orion constellation that were being subjected to being slaves. And as I recall, there were like um, many groups of intergalactic folks that were not aligned with the office of the Christ. And they sort of broke away from that and the galactic confederations and councils and I do believe Metatron was part of that and Nepta Elra. There was a, a really good book by Solara called Elon Ra that describes these stories in a fashion where it was sort of like, you know, Star Wars. And this is where George Lucas actually brought this story forth. From the Orion Wars, he actually went to go see Jamie Sands, who created the medicine cards that Jamie Sands brought through Princess Leah. And Princess mm -hmm. Leah, through Jamie Sands, told George Lucas this story. And this is how big mm -hmm. this is. And I yeah. mean, that's. <laughs> that's what I gotta say yep you know? yep and, and may I bring in a couple more things if it's all right uh i I think about um Natalie Glasson's work of the because she wrote all about the Maha Kohans and everything and um people still to this day do not understand the office of the Christ what it really means to have I know my gravel works in the office of the Christ I know that she is well and flourishing in that realm. And people forget what it is to, it's not about the white robes. It's not about any of that stuff. I mean, white dress is fine, but, um, and then uh, I just, you know, Cheryl's work brings in the divine office of the Christ. And, uh, what that really, truly means is to bring in your divinity, I guess, I because all of this is so, I, I, I would love to write a book someday. I'm not good enough at it, but I'd like to write a book about what it is to bring in the content of how we structure all of this. And including, you know, any one of you people having, uh, I'd like to invite the, the listeners to uh, to call upon e any of you for a session, you know, for like $100 or whatever, but to create a space where when you feel like you need help, you have 
ascended masters right in your realm right now that could actually bring you a tiny bit of solace solace as you're willing and what that really looks like. So, um, and uh, Caroline, Oceana Ryan, your work is stunning, stunning. For, it, it's brought in so many things for me. Um, I kind of stutter at, at the fact that you guys are all real true masters. You, Tara, you, everyone are ascended masters. And um, it, this holiday has brought up so much information for me that my heart chakra used to be much more balanced, but I don't think anyone's heart chakra is that balanced right now. And uh, just knowing that you guys are here doing this week after week is just uh, flawless. Flawless, and I thank you, and I'll, I'll mute out now. You know. So kind. Yeah, Padme, your your own uh, amazing contributions are always appreciated. We kind of have a microphone, literally, because we have the show, or, or writers, or channelers, or, you know, Rama and Tara being white knights, and everybody, all the co-hosts, and the friends of the show are uh, are have their platform, but um, light bearers such as yourself also have the platform, even though it's it appears to be mainly energetic. That's where the big work happens. So thank you for all that you do as well. And yeah, um, yeah we're we're privileged to assist anybody on their path. But um, so Randy, did you have a comment about the Orion Wars or anything like that? Yes, I do. <clears throat> And in my 20s, I watched it all, real time. Later on, about 30 years after that, I figured out why was I reviewing all this? Why was I seeing all this? Because I was there, along with every single one of you that's probably on this show and our callers. We were all there because that was the beginning of the manipulation of the energy fields of what we know today as human beings and many other races too. It began in Orion and many other races in the galaxy went there to just look, observe what is going on in this realm and what has caused this rift that's affecting everything. It's affecting everything. This is the thing people fail to realize because they just simply don't know. They haven't got the knowledge of how one thing in one universe, in one dimension, can affect many, many, many others. We're just beginning now as a human race to understand the ramifications of what the hydrogen bombs did in Japan. We're just now discovering that. So imagine a war that happened, like Rama said, 20,000, 200,000, 2 million. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Those energies are all still around us because the past, the present, it's all now. So, as Padme said, all these things coming up during this holiday season. It's because this holiday season is about bringing things to the surface 
to be healed. I seen an article the other day about something happening between January 1st and the 14th or the 15th, something about healing all the plants that have something to do with water. They didn't have a chance to, to read the article. But what are human beings? 85% water. And of that 85% of that water, that's where your consciousness is. And we live on a water planet. So this is why, as Rama said, all the elementals, calm down, you humans. Because in the ocean, can you imagine what's going on to all the energies and all the beings that live in the depths of the ocean that we've never seen? They're also being affected by all of this stuff. So realize we're all in this together as a human race, as a planet. Remember, this is our home. We were given the chance to be experienced physicality and come down to this planet, experience the physicality, and now we're being given the chance to leave the planet and teach about physicality to other beings that don't have bodies. What's it like to have a body? We're going to ascend with our bodies intact. We don't have to die in order to do that. That's what um, we're doing. Can you guys still hear me? Um, yes, Padme. Yes. Yes. I would like to say three things. And that is that uh, there isn't enough to be said about the structuring of the homeostasis of the Adam Cadmon body. And uh, just the fact that love is always structured through love. The, the adamantine particles are structured through love, pure love, pure love. And I don't think people have any idea what the power of the DNA of the Adam Cadvan body was designed to do. Uh, so it can hold the soul resonance that's pure gold uh, through the Adam Cadvan body. And so sometimes when we all feel, I mean, I bought off a lot of things in my life that are, are designed to rail me, I guess. Uh, and I'm sure many people have bought off lots of stuff that would rail the fuck out of the DNA. But what it comes down to is that you can never allow any time in any time space continuum, a, a, a railing of that truest DNA. So that's what I'm talking about is the fallen angels cannot ever, can never uh, have access to your DNA body line, I guess is what I'm saying. And I've, I guess I, I mean, I have dealt with a few people. I, I never ever, I guess I, I want to say two things. Um, in my family lineage, I thought what was a, a really kind soul, like your mother or whatever, oh, it's fine. But Omina even said that her DNA was structured in 13 families, and she railed my system beyond belief. And um, uh, I, I also know people that bought off an occultist kind of weirdo life, da, 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 da. But you have to decide in your being in your ultimate being, that you choose that even if somebody 
came into your field that was unassuming, that you must then literally find the higher frequency to be your truest self so that they can never, ever enter into your field again. And this is what we're talking about when it comes down to the DNA. And uh, uh, it's one thing if you have consent to deal with a kind of murky soul or whatever, but it's a different thing when you choose it in your family line. Uh, I guess you choose it, but um, to make sure that you cleanse the entire body system so no one can... So never in this lifetime, because uh, that book, We Are the Arcturians, that book, uh, she talks about how they never let their children have anything to do with um, the, the that DNA, that kind of odd DNA. So I guess, I mean, I might sound off my rocker right now, but I'm not. And and the book of, of understanding that... A long time ago, we chose for our DNA to be protected is um, really important, really important. Okay, I'll view it out. All right, thank you so much, Padme. I'm just, um, you know, I'm always curious as well, in addition to what Padme is saying, I, I wonder if, there are sacred covenants that any of us, or all, I don't just mean those of us who are co-hosts, I mean any of us on this planet have made so that we are in a mission, an earth mission to help protect human DNA. And I feel that probably there are many of us who are. And um, that that to me carries a lot of power. I know when we think of these things like the interstate checkpoints idea and the digital ID and um, that sort of a thing. I know that it can make one uneasy. Um, And yet I'm wondering if we all just concentrated on what our earth mission was in the highest sense, wouldn't that involve us so much in really much higher thoughts, higher vibrational thoughts that that would become our reality far more easily than than the rest of it what what do you think rama what have your people said about that uh, um can i add one more thing i'm asking yes, for in a group channel i'm asking for all of us to be able to have no one ever invade our spinal column again so that so that we are so strong that our spinal column could never be invaded again uh, mm-hmm. I'd love to do some work with you, by the way, but um, uh, it, yeah. what I'm asking for is the fact that it, we all accidentally bit off all this stuff, but I'm saying our spinal column is so important as we uh, as we change this planet. That's all. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Padme. That's wonderful. Um, but Rama, should I... Um, hand this talking stick back to you. Do you want to comment on that? You know, um, Caroline, this is sort of uh, or or Penny. <laughs> it's just it's just a quick comment that what what Padme is bringing up, and Rama can can add more to it too. Um, I hadn't thought of what she's talking about in this way, 
But what came up for me immediately was the degree of evilness, if that's the way to express it, of, of what is happening now with the injections and what's in those injections. It, it makes it even worse because um, th- this is so obviously against the spiritual um, content of our souls that this is going on. And here is a, here is a way of explaining it um, that I, I certainly have never had available to me before. So thanks, Padme. And I'll just leave it with you guys to finish the discussion because it's just occurred to me about well, how, how rotten this is. Anyway, I'll mute out now. What I could say about all of this that relates back to the Orion War and what was brought up is that these 13 families realized right at this time the great convergence that I call, which has to do with the transfiguration of our son, all the scientists, all the um quantum physicists know that right now we're in a period of intense solar flares. It's an 11-year period or 11-and-a-half-year period where it's called the solar maximum as opposed to the solar minimum. And I'm not saying that, you know, we're going to have 11 years of it, but that's what they're alluding to. And how that relates to climate disruption, consciousness raising and conflict is like Greg Braden and Bruce Lipton and Nassim Harmeen, other scientists talk about at the times in the past when these events occurred, the things that are going on right now are happening to us and our bodies. And it's paralleling to the letter. And this is what brings to mind people like Greg Braden talking about and Graham Hancock, that our DNA was specifically designed to activate at a certain point with the super consciousness of the universe and it's happening folks it's happening this is what i call the force as you tune in and listen you will hear it uh commander cryon as i call him calls it the akash and you just listen in that oneness and you can hear it And it's like a freight train going in as you get that silent and you can hear it. And what it's telling me is, and all these other folks, is no matter what they do with this Borg nanotechnology, the light that's coming in from the sun, I call it the gold dust. Other folks call it that too, the monoatomic particles. Mm-hmm. Metachlorians, that's another word from the force uh, from Star Wars. <laughs> it, it, it is that intelligence 
that is that universal intelligence within every particle of our DNA and every living strand of living beings. And it is saying, get ready for this shift because it's happening whether folks are ready for it or or not. And uh, 13 families with their minions are trying to stop this. They can't stop it because it's inevitable. It's our destiny. And at the same time, they're putting everything in the way to distract us from our destiny by creating the confusion, the darkness, the malfunctions going on in our society of how we interact with each other by inserting subliminal programming to say, maybe these folks who look different from us or might be from another world uh, or just the folks right here, the hidden histories that are not so hidden about the fact as we began life on earth, all the folks were one color. It was black. That's where the melanin comes in. And in that color is all colors. It is the absorption of all colors. They have a hard time dealing with that concept because it breaks all the racial barriers. There are such ancient stories that come from the Bantu people of Africa and the other nations that represent Africa that were the first visitors that came to earth from Sirius and Pleiades, as well as the Hawaiian Islands and the other places. Matthias on Gaia TV talks about this with these various races that came in to help guide how we design these physical bodies with the consciousness of creator source and at the same time there were folks um he calls them the asir and the sophir These are the beings that are related to the Anunnaki and the fallen angels. They had power and control issues that go back all the way to Orion. And they didn't end it. They brought it here and settled it. I mean, created the story called the Cradle of Civilization, Tigris and Euphrates River, Iraq, Uruk, the Middle East. This is where the Anunnaki landed and began the story about genetically manipulating the strands of DNA to create what they wanted as opposed to the divine mission. And they covered it up They covered it up in legends and stories, and 
the descendants of these folks, the 13 families, helped to exacerbate that by creating false stories about this. I was going to mention that uh, we have a five-minute video. I mean, we can wait till the end, but it will tie a lot of these pieces together because Greg Braden knows how to do that. Yeah. And we came in not slowly. That's a really important piece he's going to talk about. We came in with a bang, you might say, about 200,000 years ago. And we came in with every gift completely there and present and usable. Our telomeres were the same as they were 200,000. Yes. In other words, we had the knowledge of how not to shorten our telomeres. And we shortened them anyway because we thought shortcuts were good. (laughs) And that would prevent aging if our telomeres didn't shorten. We could just. Never meant for us to age one millisecond. That's right. um, I think Vinayak. I had a comment if you wanted to jump um, in, but it's probably can I jump in? So the telomeres is what you're saying is, is the fact that it creates an end cap on the lung cavity. That's what you're really saying, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Uh Vinayak, did you want to comment? Uh yes. Uh... I'd like everybody to just take some deep breaths and just align within yourself right now. All your energy fields, all your energy bodies. And feel who you are. And know how powerful you are. We are all creators. We are all gods in human form right now. So allow yourself to align with that which you desire to manifest. And let go of all conditioning and thoughts that you are in any way victimized or weak or powerless at this moment in time. For Mother, Father, God has empowered and continues to empower us to remember who we are. And it's so easy to get caught up in the drama Whoever is communicating it, whatever you're experiencing it, 
However, we can stand strong and be pillars of light in the eye of the storm, in the eye of conflict. We have been told that we have already won and the war, the conflict is over. Can we now accept and allow that to be our truth? That to be my truth, that to be your truth, so that you communicate whether it is verbally or non-verbally, by your very being of the energy of all that is. For that is what is empowering and that is what is changing all of consciousness. And that is why we are all here. We didn't come here to battle. We didn't come here to overcome anything. We came here as expanded awareness and consciousness. And I just needed to share that because I think that we can all do more and the way that all the teachers all the ascended masters and all the, the gurus whoever you listen to each and every one of them have told us the same thing go inside Go within, for that is where you will find the peace, where mind is no longer present. Peace of mind does not exist. Where there is peace, there is no mind. And where there is mind, there is no peace. Go inside, celebrate who you are, and go as deep as you possibly can inside that consciousness, that energy field that vibrates you and activates your aliveness and allows you to be the winners, the winning. of being alive and evolving into the other dimensions. 5D is just the beginning. We've been there before and now we are returning and we are going beyond that. Outside of time and space. And we're doing it with our cosmic brothers and sisters. Some of us are here walking the planet now.
remember you are magnificent because you chose to be awake, alive, and conscious. Thank you. Very beautiful, very empowering. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Uh, that's our friend, Vinayak. And um, it is it is so important that we keep our thoughts high and our intentions and our point of concentration high and to realize we are to be empowered, not to be mowed down in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah. And that is part of the huge challenge and a huge area of growth for us, because I think we have all, you know, Rama was talking about the Orion Wars. I, If I go deep enough in meditation or imagery i remember instances on other planets or star systems where this thing that they're trying to enact now has already happened and it might have been the orion wars i don't know but i can see it in my mind's eye and i think to myself well they know exactly what levers to pull to put us in panic and fear and despair and if we can just remember we have been through this before we are not going to be defeated this time. And if we can hold on to that, like Vinayak was saying and, and what Rama was saying, that is a powerful step forward. And it there is a, a real temptation to get into the depth and the shadow of it because um, it's just, it's like, a, uh, it's got a nightmarish quality, uh, what they're trying to enact. And yet we don't have to make that anything more real than it is. And it isn't real. It's all illusion. And so long as we buy into the Maya, which is the Hindu word for illusion, we're, we will be lost. And if we decide, you know what, in this hologram I live in, I'm going to build in not only hope, but incredible positive um, strength and inner knowing and a complete calm, a centered calm so that I'm not tossed about by outer circumstances. And I would say that begins with taking time every morning, even if you're busy, to center yourself, talk to your team, chant a mantra, do a meditation, do what makes sense for you, go out into nature, do something that makes sense for you, and um, go beyond these headlines, because you will forget how powerful you are if you start to believe this ridiculous Alice in Wonderland story they've got us caught up in. And then you're down that rabbit hole and you're believing the line they're feeding and you and all your spiritual pals are talking about how awful life is. And then you forget how powerful you are. And that's, that's not why you're here. You're here to remember how powerful you are. And um, yeah. Yeah. Some very beautiful points made tonight. Um, And I, I hope that 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 yeah. I hope that Rama will share more with us about what he remembers from other lives and the galactic goings on because it is fascinating. Particularly since I think Rama, you're seeing a trajectory in this universe where things aren't going to be as negative and dense as they were because the whole universe is experiencing more light, wouldn't you say? Yeah, this is what all the top scientists like, you know, the quantum physicists are talking about that 
you gotta kind of be deaf, dumb, and blind not to feel this stuff going on in your own body. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna take a moment here and uh, play this Greg Braden piece because it describes what we're talking about uh, kind of to a T and how we can use the consciousness that we've been given how to change this story by talking to our DNA as ridiculous as it sounds. <laughs> All right, that's great. What's this video called, Rama? Uh, it's on YouTube and it's called Human History Needs to be Rewritten. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Hi, Greg Braden, everybody. This is this will succinctly uh, awaken things we might need. Here we go. Here. When we talk about the DNA that makes us who we are, something happened 200,000 years ago, and the truth is we don't know what it was. But we showed them as fully modern beings called anatomically modern beings, AMH is the acronym that's used. And now that we're, we're able to pull the DNA from the fossilized remains of those forms of life and compare them to us, we know that we haven't changed in 200,000 years. We are now as we were 200,000 years ago. So all these capabilities that we're talking about, they didn't evolve slowly, gradually over long periods of time. Boom. We've been wired since day one to have this access and this mastery to our internal technology. My interest, one of the things that fascinates me is how did that happen? So we look at the reverse engineer of the DNA that we have today. What did it take to get where we are today? And one of the mysteries is human chromosome number two. It's the second largest chromosome in the human body. It's about 8% of all the DNA in each cell. Human chromosome number two has the gene that gives us our extraordinary brain, 50% larger than any other primate. Uh, and there is one gene, it's called TBR1, is the gene in human chromosome 2 that's largely responsible for this neocortex that we have. And the sixth layer of the neocortex has the mirror neurons that give us the ability to, to learn super learning and super memory, you know, just like that. So who or whatever is responsible for our existence imbued us with this chromosome number two. And my question is, how did that happen? It was determined in the National Proceedings of the Academy of Sciences in a volume that's called Genetics. They were able to determine that human chromosome number two is the result of a fusion of two pre-existing chromosomes. They were in other primates. They were fused in a way that gives us these capabilities. Now, I've had biologists come to me and say, Greg, fusion of DNA is common. And this is why I want to address this right now. It is common in the way that it typically happens. And what happened with us is not common. So what typically happens is when DNA fuses, you'll have two chromosomes and there will be a break for some reason. It could be environmental toxins. It could be radiation from the sun. Something happens and the chromosomes break. So they break apart and part of the chromosomes reabsorbed and what's left fuses together, all right? 
What happened with us, when we look at chromosomes, on the end of chromosomes, there are very special pieces of DNA called telomeres. They are protective caps that are also markers for longevity. So as we age, we typically lose the telomeres, but the things we're talking about allow us to, to actually regenerate. So those telomeres are on the ends of the chromosomes. What happened to our chromosome two is that there were two chromosomes fully intact that were fused. So the telomeres are not only on the ends. Now there are telomeres in the middle of that chromosome. That does not commonly happen. And that is one of the telltale signs that there was something very, very unique. You don't see that happening. As if that were not enough, after the fusion happened to stabilize this new chromosome and to make it more efficient, there were parts of the DNA that were added, parts of it that were taken away to streamline and stabilize that chromosome number two. And it all happened at once 200,000 years ago. This did not happen slowly, gradually over a long period of time. And the same time that was happening, chromosome seven was altered to give us the ability for complex speech, connecting our tongue and our brain and certain parts, certain muscles in our body and other, other chromosomes. So the fact that these happen simultaneously such complex changes, so precise, all at the same time. Uh, in scientific terminology, if you have the odds of something happening are 10 to the 400th power, scientists say that is pretty much impossible. When they look at the DNA that I'm talking about, these changes, they say the odds of this happening are 10 to the 600th power, which means it's more than impossible that this happened by chance. The odds are greater than not that there has been some kind of an intervention. I don't know what it is as a scientist, I cannot say. But I will say that every ancient and indigenous tradition, this is the basis of their story, the creation story about who we are, that we are connected to a greater community. It's interesting, they always say they. They never say he or she or it, it's they. Multiple intelligences are responsible for for us. Now, what that means scientifically, I think, is just on the horizon. I think we're going to find out. Well, I love that, especially the end where he talks about multiple intelligences being responsible for our creation. Very, very fascinating. So how do you feel that that's particularly relevant to us right now, Rama? Uh, How I feel about that is that what he's sharing with us is that you know he can't say it as a scientist or a prominent figure but I can (laughs) that the ascended masters and the galactic forces of like the angels all co-participated in helping us get to where we are today with what he describes with the telomeres so that whether it was 200,000 years ago or today, we can live forever 
as we choose by changing our consciousness right now. I, I also heard that there's been just so many fairy tales uh, that have been told by the old empire, the government, in an empirical way that people believe that is never been true and won't ever be true again in the sense that it only takes a small group of us concerned group of us to change this and i just have to say that the voices here on this panel this uh, night at the round table this conversation represents the whole there isn't anybody that isn't getting this and uh there could be some resistance but um as they say, resistance is futile. You will be assimilated by love. And I pass the talking stick, Caroline. <laughs> I would add to that, uh, Tara, that there are many groups and uh, uh, well, I guess groups is the best word I can come up with right now, but there are many folks right now who are consciously choosing to shift the consciousness to that which we desire, that which we are talking about, that which we have been expressing tonight. And so it's not just us on this panel, it's not just you as the listening audience, but there are many independent private groups, Cryon's group, uh, there is the Stargate group, um, and there's Ascension One Collective, which has got hundreds of folks in it, and more and more folks are waking up. This is a time that we have been waiting for, and we are the ones that are here now, and there is no more waiting. We are doing it now. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, well said. Um, it, it's such a bizarre time because I think we all have moments where we get a vision of how incredible this era is and how humanity is able to rise up to these new levels and say, um, you know, as Greg Braden was explaining that we can extend our lives in the sense of reclaiming our innate biological abilities, which have been denied us, but we, we can regain what we've lost and we can become the new human as well, the 5D new human. And I, I completely, I can see that. I can already feel that. And we kind of have to say that to one another inwardly. I, I see that for you. You know, I belong to this really lovely women's group. And we do a manifestation meeting occasionally. And um, I, my friend Jennifer leads the group. And she says, if you, once you hear someone say, I want to do this in the next year, and I'd like to manifest this and that, what everyone says after that is, I see that for you. <laughs> and we kind of have to say that to one another as human beings at this point. I don't think we have much choice. I think we have to be very, very positive because that's the only road that we're going to choose that we're going to 
actively co-create. If we want to play passive, we can do that, but I don't think we came in for that. I don't think we came in to feel weak and to lose what whatever we've gained. And we've gained a lot over the past decade since December 21st, 2012. We've all these last nine years, we've gained a lot. So I want to thank everyone, all my wonderful co-hosts. If anybody else has any last comments, that is fine. Come forward with that now. Otherwise, we'll say, music maestro, please. All right. So, Dawn, if you're there. Happy New Year, everyone. This is a real beautiful New New Year. This is going to be. Uh, just the opposite of what we just been through for the last one. <laughs> All right, wonderful. Let's send light to 2022. That is yeah. great. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, Happy New Year, Olita. And much love. Yes. Happy oh. New Year, everyone. And much light. <laughs> and much light, absolutely. Lots of peace in our hearts. Yes. And in, over the world. and in the world. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, Micah. Music maestro.